welcome to another episode of the Negative Positives Podcast. And now, coming to you live out of the Gutter Man Cave in beautiful Louisville, Kentucky. He likes his bourbon almost as much as he likes his Pentax. It's your host, Mike Gutterman. Hello and welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 190. I am your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave on a Sunday night. And, well, it's a little bit different of a Sunday show. And uh, Andre could not make it because, well, he's... uh, He's supposedly a little too caught up in schoolwork, but honestly, I think he was just mostly intimidated by tonight's guest, a little scared, I think. And uh, and the reason why is tonight's guest is well, folks, it's a it's a it's a damn Christmas miracle. It has finally happened. We have Graham from the Sunny Sixteen podcast to come on here and judge the very very long-awaited double exposure tag team challenge that we did on the Facebook group. So, Graham, Sunny16, how are you tonight, sir? Uh, Mike, it's me, Graham, from the Sunny16 podcast. Um, I'm doing (laughs) spectacularly well. Um, I really appreciate that you were able to get on the call really early to help me out, and then we've just had nothing but audio problems for the last four hours, Uh, listeners. So uh, now it's super late. So... (laughs) Buckle up, because this is going to be great. <laughs> uh, well, it depends on what your standards of greatness is, but uh, but we shall see. Uh, I think we should just, I guess we should just kind of dive right into it, because I know it's very late for you there, Graham, and yeah, we had all sorts of audio problems. Graham actually got me to change a bunch of settings in my, <laughs> in my program, and now I'm all screwed up, so thanks to him. Listen. I've, got, I've got tons of work ahead of me to try to get back to where my settings were, so yeah, it's good stuff. I was just trying to un... Uh, break whatever it is you do to the because I'm assuming I'm assuming that the listeners hearing this I'm sounding like I'm I'm guessing that that's what I sound like because it seems like that's what you do to everybody who comes on your podcast now listen I can't imagine it's that nice young man Andre's fault because uh, you know he's doing clearly swimming in money with all those watches he keeps buying all those likers so i'm guessing he's got the finest audio setup possibly in a well insulated room as it can't be his fault so i can only assume that you're deliberately doing it to him because you're so bitter about him being younger and uh, you know handsomer than you explanation. <laughs> and i'm just concerned that for exactly the same reason you're going to do me like that too mike so well, um i think it's it's the least i could do since you can you continually rig the cheap shots challenge to keep me from winning and uh because i know it's very obvious that i'm sending in the best submissions to the cheap shots challenge and this last one i didn't even make the round of 10 which i think is you know a total garbage and yeah did you see the pictures you sent in (laughs) (laughs) did you did you see them before you sent them one of them was a picture one of them was a fuzzy picture of a leaf mike (laughs) and you claimed that that was fine art i mean it was a it was a fuzzy the other one was a top-down picture of a record (laughs) That, that the fine art, fuzzy picture of a leaf and a top-down picture of a record. Wow. No, no amount of added bullshit is going to drag those up from the gutter where uh, they were came from. I would like to think that the one, that one picture was rather a record-breaking picture, if you know what I'm saying. See, see, yeah. 
<laughs> was, it broke the record of most garbage picture we had in the uh, cheap shots challenge so far. Congratulations. There isn't a prize associated with that, but just take the uh, glory home with you. Uh, uh, now I'm starting to see why Andre did not join the podcast tonight, but uh, but I will see. Nice, nice. <laughs> see. Now, Graham is making fun of me uh, earlier for saying "nice, nice" uh, a lot, and uh, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it even more now, just to, just to keep irritating him. So, uh, all right, let's get on to this uh, tonight's show. I think it's, it's going to be real so nice. Can you remind nice. me, Mike? Uh, can you remind me when did you actually start this double exposure challenge? Because uh, was it this year? Uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Uh, but we should lay a little foundation for this we, on the on the negative positives film photography podcast facebook group we did put out a, a thing where people could sign up and you were uh, paired with a partner uh to see you the first person took a roll of film a uh, 35 millimeter and uh shot it and then sent that roll of film to whoever they were matched with and then they shot a second exposure a double exposure over top that same roll of film and obviously there were lots of issues with uh trying to get the frames to overlap properly which we all tried to work around but uh some some people had success some people didn't but and so now we have this thing and and the good thing too is the winner whoever graham decides the winner is uh which i'm sure will be uh with with graham's obviously lack of uh Photograph, photographic judging ability uh, after he just made fun of my photos it's it's, it's probably not going to be the best photo that wins but uh, but anyhow the, the winner is going to get a prize package hopefully he still remembers offering this <laughs> from Mike Padua <laughs> from Shoot Film Co <laughs> Uh, well, that was 2015 he made the offer, wasn't it, I think? Because I think the competition was started off, I think, uh, round about when um, digital came in, which was about you know the early 2000s. I think you started it then. Uh, so, yeah, makes all makes sense. So, yeah. Uh, so, when Mike was on the show, he did promise a prize package to whoever wins this, to whoever Graham judges as the winner. Uh, but hopefully I'll probably have to send Mike an email reminding him. <laughs> when when did you have Mike Padua on the show? Ah, oh, gosh, I don't know. It's been a bit, a couple months ago. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure you started this like a year ago. Yes. I mean, look, yeah. we're not always the best with the cheap shots challenge. Hashtag cheap shots challenge. Check it out. Listen, it's fantastic. It's the competition you want to be part of. Um, <laughs> But but you really have made us look like absolutely stellar organization because this has been what an absolute. I mean, I was listening to the show sometimes, not very often. It goes on too long and there's too many of them. But I'd listen to it occasionally. I'd accidentally catch it occasionally. And um, it, it seemed to take months for people to shoot the first roll. And then months for people to send it on. And then even more months for people. And finally you got them all in. And now it's just taken you like six months to actually get me on to judge it. I mean, I'm looking at the pictures here. Uh, uh, this is a zine that um, somebody very kindly created, not you. Um, somebody Nelson. Sean Nelson. Sean Nelson. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Sean seems like he's on the ball. Maybe he should be running this podcast. Um, <laughs> but he did this back in September. Even that's three months ago now, Mike. I mean... Bloody hell! Gosh, that seems like it's, it seems like it had it seems like it's been longer than that, truthfully. But uh, we've been trying. Oh, to it has been longer than that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and thanks to Sean Nelson for uh, making this uh, sort of like this uh, PDF uh, file zine of the everybody's all the participants. Uh, it's very nice. Uh, it's actually posted on. Uh, should be a link for it on the Facebook group. It's probably 
long buried, but I'll try to repost that so it gets back up to the top so that when people are listening to this episode, they can kind of uh, take a look at that PDF zine created by Sean Nelson of utahfilmphotography.com. And uh, yeah, kind of follow along with uh, what we're looking at here when Graham tries to uh, tell us about what how, how these images are moving him emotionally. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or physically <laughs> I'm loosening my bowels um, I have a question before we get started these pictures have all got titles uh, did the creators of these works give them their own titles or is this something that was added by uh, um, Sean afterwards or what's the deal there it was actually I believe it def yeah he asked uh, us the, cr the creators to uh, to give them names so Good. and sometimes yeah, it I had to be uh, sometimes it ended up falling on the guy who had the second row because uh, <laughs> because the first person was like I don't know like, I don't know what the images look like so <laughs> it's probably the whoever got the second row that named, <laughs> named these got the row second is probably who named them but uh, yeah I don't know but uh, okay, so you you took part in this, obviously, Mike. Yeah, um, yeah I did. And I, I mean, I'm I'm sort of I very quickly skimmed through um, because. Whew, um, how did you find the challenge yourself personally? Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was a blast. Uh, you know, it was. Uh, I I don't know. <laughs> I would definitely do it again, but maybe not. Oh God! Not no, <laughs> not not on this not on this podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Me and all the rest of the listeners breathe a big sigh, really. <laughs> but I, the, the way I, I tried to do it, I, I chose to shoot all my shots at nighttime because I was the first shooter. So I shot all night shots because I figured that whatever the second shooter shot, uh, I was prepared with uh, Robert Brown. Uh, and whatever he shot uh, would have some 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 black space, some dark space to kind of translate onto my shots. And uh, some of them came out well. Some of them, you know, it's all a bit of just... Uh, luck basically if you get anything that, that's really cool out of this because you have no idea what the first person shot but i think that's it's it's cool it's kind of the fun of it and uh i do think you know we shot black and white we shot i shot uh tri-x uh but i do think looking at at some of these i feel like some of the color shots have translated really well and, and in a ways kind of made me wish i'd maybe done color uh but uh i don't know uh it just seems like uh with the color you have more things that can kind of double expose uh you, you know you get lots of random color uh different colors kind of com competing with each other on uh when you double you know, you know do multiple exposures with whereas black and white sometimes i don't know i guess it just depends C certain material seems to translate better in black and white but others like man some of these some of these color shots make me think if i did it again i might i might go color next time but yeah but it was fun Okay, good, yeah. good. Um, I mean, as nice, you know, nice, nice. That's nice, Mike. Nice, real nice. Um, I mean, I I haven't judged. Well, I mean, I'm constantly judging everything and everyone. But in a formal capacity, I don't judge the cheap shots challenge. I get um, fun, fantastic, wonderful, uh, amazing people to come on and judge. And uh, last week we had um, the quite wonderful Sandra Cohn. Oh, she's a delight. Hey, hey, listen, everybody, go and go and find and listen to Sandra Cohn wherever you can. She's, she's just so nice. She's just lovely. Anyway, that's by the by. Um, she's the one that didn't think your picture was good enough, Mike. Well, I mean, she wasn't the only one, but she's the one who officially thought your pictures weren't good enough. Um, and uh, but I'm quite glad I got this opportunity to come on here because the one thing with having somebody like Sandra on the show who is so lovely is that I, especially when it came to the host judging, I felt I couldn't be quite as horrible as maybe I needed to be <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to just oh I can just go because I don't know mm, did you listen to the Cheap Shots Challenge show Mike? 
Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, you know, because I, I, I assumed I was going to be in it. You know. Uh, oh, but, really? Yeah, oh. but you know, I mean, I'm, not, my photography is so you know, usually so, so outstanding, and uh, I just figured that for surely I made the cut. So you know, I listened and uh, found that I didn't, and then I uh, realized that uh, Graham had been up to his uh, his evil tricks again, and uh, is uh, somehow you know uh, barred me out of that. But that, that's fine. That's fine. You know, I'll uh, come, back, come back stronger next time. So. If I had been up to my evil tricks, do you really think I'd have, things would have gone the way they did in the host judging? <laughs> That's um, true. That's true. Uh, spoiler alert for any listener who hasn't yet listened to last week's Sunny 16 podcast. One, what are you doing? What, what on earth are you doing listening to this before you listen to that? I mean, you've got your priorities very, very wrong, but... I'll let that slide. I love you all. Um, apart from the ones that don't listen, you can all go to hell on the handcar. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, basically, last the, the host said, so... Aid presented us with a PowerPoint presentation with pictures which he claims were shot on his 110 camera. Personally, I think he just went to a blue photo library and pulled them down. I don't think he took those pictures at all. And he <laughs> stitched them together with some utter nonsense and put God save the Queen at the end. I thought that would make things better. I, I don't know what was going on there. Um, <laughs> it was not what we was asked for. It was it was an outrage. And um, a rage, uh, look, I love Rachel. I know Rachel's been on this show. She's been the best thing on this show um full stop and um <laughs> and um and rachel's a fantastic artist it's just that the pictures she presented definitely did not show that off i don't think um you know but she stitched together this wonderful narrative she this impassioned uh speech on the importance of family and the, the obstacles and like oh my god this is it's cheating is what she did i suppose is what i'm trying to come across is she did it well she did it very effectively but it was cheating nonetheless whereas my pictures which were one the best pictures they had the most art in them they there was so much art it was practically oozing out the side of them but also a very they were taken with a careful thought in mind and definitely not just grabbed and went well let me make up some rubbish about this at the last minute but rachel won um yeah, yeah. it well, was a travesty. Uh, Graham, you seem to be losing a lot of these lately. Uh, I don't. I feel like it's been a while since you since you won. Actually, right? Like <laughs> the problem is the problem is the judges we get on are terrible. That is the problem. Oh. And I and and I, I said I love them all too. Um, but I don't know their asses from their elbows. Clearly, uh, and they keep picking the wrong one. Um, you know what can you do what can you do I'll, I'll try again next time i don't know who's going to judge the next round of the cheap shots challenge yet i haven't uh haven't figured that one out yet but i, I will find someone who's got a, a better eye for real talent are you me <laughs> well uh i guess uh speaking of terrible judges uh, we should probably get uh <laughs> get graham to start looking at these things but uh okay. <laughs> all right so Limbering up my judging muscle <laughs> as i like to call it <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, these are all laid out uh, very nicely in this little PDF zine, which I'll, I'll repost on the Facebook group to kind of get so you can kind of follow along while you listen to the set episode or whatever. Uh, the first one is titled Barbershop. Uh, it's uh, the the uh, the tag team was Sherry Christensen and Scott Smith. And these are some color images. Um, first one uh, is called Barbershop. And the second nice, one. nice. Yeah, you said that already. All right, let's just discuss with these. All right. Now, look, let's start off with the obvious thing about double exposures. They're hard. Double exposures are really hard to do well. Um, and uh, funnily enough, 
in the hashtag cheap shots challenge uh, which you may find on the sunny 16 podcast <laughs> available on all good networks i mean <laughs> or, or all crap ones too we're just everywhere um that the out of the 10 pictures that sandra picked last week i think there were four i think she picked four double exposures even though she started off by saying i don't normally like double exposures and then picked yeah. four of them yeah. in the top yeah. 10 yeah um but they were all very well done and it's and it's hard to do a double exposure well when you are the person just doing it by yourself i've i've tried numerous times to do a double exposure and they're almost uniformly garbage actually no that's not true they're uniformly garbage they've never been good so doing one where you have no idea what you're doing it over you are you were just relying on luck Oh, yeah. um, you're Definitely. just relying on something coming together uh, and obviously there's things that you can do to try and stack the odds in your favour you were talking earlier Mike about going out and shooting pointing the camera at the night sky going well I've just got black you can't blame me for what's gone wrong here um, <laughs> seems like a real cop out but um, but um, yeah it's hard so all, all the things I'm going to say is taking that into account. I know how hard this is. Um, and I know that, you know, it is because of kind of looking through going, well, did any of this work? Because, like, the problem is with this kind of challenge is that at best, you have this amazing new creation that could never have existed any other way. And at worst, you've just kind of ruined two people's quite nice photos. <laughs> um, so, you know, it can go one or two ways. Um, so this first one, Barbershop. I, what I like about this picture is it's come through really nice and clearly. The two images have really climbed through. So what I'm looking at here is a grove of dark um, leafless trees in, in the background. They're sort of filling up most of the frame, um, very dark stems and a bit of sky and yellow fields on the left-hand side. That was the one photo. And then the other photo uh, is of a barbershop sign from a glass window um, and that's overlaid over these dark trees really well um, and yeah the images worked well it's um, it's nice and it's clean and it's clear um, it's actually yeah. surprising how they got barbershop like perfectly in the trees like <laughs> because that's complete luck that you know that it didn't you know because if it, if it had not been in the trees if it had been over in the sky area a little bit over on the left side it wouldn't have worked as well yeah absolutely I do wonder whilst I like seeing the field and the sky on the left hand side it is pulling at my eye quite a bit mm -hmm. and so I wonder if perhaps cropping cropping that off I think would have made it a stronger image mm -hmm. um, because it would have really just focused and it, it would have made it far more graphic and with most of these pictures kind of the, the graphic look of it is going to be what shines through um, but it's it's worked well um, and yeah I like it but I think I would like it a bit more if it had been cropped um, maybe also losing perhaps the bottom six yeah. um, because again where uh, the wall of the shop was I'm guessing which was pale it's just kind of acted a bit like a um, lightning filter uh, on the bottom and again it just pulls the eye down but what my eye really likes is this lovely texture and structure of the trees behind and then the barbershop sign with this lovely ornate script in the front and the 75 years back looks cool i like that mm -hmm. uh so the next one a peek um, inside is what it's called yeah so as i'm looking at this i'm not instantly seeing the what the double exposure so the, the, the most obvious picture is of a 
outbuilding um, out somewhere nice and in the sun, blue skies outbuilding with apex roof, um, and it looks as though. Hmm. Okay, so there's a staircase. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a staircase, um, which has been overexposed uh, on the front of it, and a wall. Um, it's a nice picture, but the the one picture is completely overpowering the other one in this one. So you're only getting a, a little hint of what the second one is, um, and it's nice, but it's not. It's it hasn't worked as well as the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the problem when you when you when one picture is quite a bright, strong subject. When um, then it, the risk is it will just obliterate the other one pretty much. And although it looks like the shed had a dark wall, it's yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts yeah. on that one, Mike? Uh, it, honestly, I really did, I had a hard time finding it. It, it. it took the stairs where you pointed at the stairs. I was like, oh, okay, there's where the double exposure is on it. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's, I wonder if it's like the 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 green vegetation that looks like it's sort of in the doorway is that part of the the double exposure i'm i'm guessing like the second yeah shot. yeah and uh yeah it looks as it it's might kind of be cool. it's kind of cool yeah. the, way the vegetation takes over the whole door but but from it but but that's about yeah other than that i don't think it is as strong as the first one but i have a hard time judging these things because i'm in it so I, i've got to be careful about like judging other people's work you know it's definitely not as good as mine but uh no I'm t- <laughs> oh god <laughs> that seems um cruel um okay uh, so that was called a peek inside, yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, you can't really see anything inside apart from this foliage. But <laughs> no, I like it. it yeah. It's 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 worked in that it's not an absolute cluster fudge. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think, uh, and again, I think you could have cropped this one a little bit too, because there's a little bit lighter on the left side, where, where you can see sort of a line. Uh, maybe if they'd cropped it right there, and because uh, that's a little bit distracting, but. Um, yeah. yeah it didn't bother me that much yeah. um but yeah i think if i think if i'd seen that picture without the double x i you know i mean obviously we can't because it's all on one roll of film but i think if i'd seen that picture without the second exposure would i have liked it more or less or felt much the same probably much the same i'm guessing but i don't know never seen but anyway yeah. so okay. so this next one okay. uh this is uh who are you going to the next uh participant is uh, mm-hmm. uh marius um, or marius andre and michael hoagland uh the first uh shot is called train to nowhere so yeah this is pretty cool so um the placement has worked quite well here um so you've got two train tracks there's whoever took this was stood in between two train tracks and it's running away from them towards the vanishing point um and uh at a good point in that there's a white building um, so it looks like the train tracks are running straight into that white building yeah, um, yeah th- that that has worked well um, you know there's, as with all double exposed there's, there's elements in there which ugh, kind of I wish that wasn't there but mm. there's nothing you can do about it but it's worked well it was um, well thought out you know th- both parties chose subjects which had the potential to work well a nice white subject and a darker of the grass and um yeah it's cool 
What do you think of that one, Mike? I, I like it. I, I, I like the fact that it looks like a train's going to run right into that building. And, uh, and, that, and you know, knowing that that's just total luck is uh, it's actually pretty amazing that they pulled that one off uh, uh, quite like that. Yeah. Uh, that would, that's a, if, if that was luck, which I'm sure it was, because I don't think too many people communicated about what every one of their shots was. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think that's, uh, that's, that's definitely one of when I, if I would have got back, I'd be like, yeah, that was a nice little, nice little stroke of luck there. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I, I, I like this next one as well. Um, Titled fact, I think, yeah. So this is a shot of some tree roots looking down on some tree roots that have uh, sort of risen up from the ground, you know, they've, they've been exposed. Um, it's just a nice dark subject. And then the second or first image, who knows, is just a street scene. Um, uh, and so you've got these roots and just in the bottom half, you can just see people walking. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, that it's, um, kind of a sort of weird dream like it looks like you're having a vision in a scrying pool or something um yeah i, I do quite like that one um i think out of the two whilst whilst um the first one is effective and clever the way it works uh i think i actually visually prefer the second one with the people in the roots hmm. um just to look at i think because there's there's fewer distracting elements um but um yeah you any thoughts on that one? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I think I like the first one better, uh, truthfully. But uh, yeah, uh, but the second one, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, if you want to get all like artistic statement, like Sunday Sixteen now makes us do in these stupid challenges they do, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you could say, well, you know, that this town, it's a, you know, the roots of many families live in this town. Uh, many families have have planted their have spread their roots in this town. And you know, you could go with that if you want to be all artsy. And so, yeah, I could see. <laughs> see, there's just so much bitterness about people doing uh, better, uh, better double exposures and getting picked than you, isn't there? God, this, uh, this is going to be a running theme through it. Uh, nice, nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's look at this next one Roadhouse. Why is this called Roadhouse, Mike? I don't know what a roadhouse is apart from a film with. Um, <laughs> Patrick Swayze kicking people in the head, which yeah, is a good is film. A... <laughs> this this picture does not have Patrick Swayze kicking anybody in the head. No, <laughs> no, no. There is a, a sort of a like a stately looking, uh, I don't know, maybe government building or some sort uh, with like yeah, with like uh, yeah, lines on the pavement. Uh. <laughs> so, what, what, so the title here is literally the Gumball is a road, and there's something which oh, it cannot be a house. Oh, if it is. But Roadhouse well. sounds better than road and municipal buildings. So we'll go <laughs> um, I I like this. I I again, I think great um, choices have been made in terms of the subject material because mm. obviously shooting the tar. So first exposure is of some tarmac with some double yellow lines on it um do you get those in america double yeah, yellows well we, we, we like to call those streets and roads i don't know the tarmac i don't know why you guys try to make everything sound sophisticated you know but uh I mean, it's, but... it's what the road's made of <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh by the way the, the uh the the match on this was jeff saint Ange and danny roberts uh that uh that's who we're on right now so but go ahead yeah um <laughs> So yeah, it's a good choice for a base layer for that one because it's you know gives it a real canvas for the next picture to work, and um, 
and the second picture has worked well because it's taken looking up towards this building but the the building there's obviously a, like a raised wall or something so um the stuff that's behind the, is kind of like been screened off completely so it's only the house which is in this top left third mm, just over a third of it that's exposed really clearly it's, it's a really sharply defined double exposure yeah, it certainly is um yeah and i like it for that i think it, compositionally it's worked really well um and i like to see both elements yeah it's fun i like it yeah. um uh, actually both of these have kind of a, a travel theme to them don't they yeah. um we've gone for the road in the first one and we've got train on the second one um, train in vain <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are as bad as the artist statements when it comes to <laughs> um so uh yeah we've got picture of a train carriage a circus train carriage that's quite cool um and overlaid on that is a uh, texture of a brick wall um yeah nice bit of texture i think this one a bit like one of the ones we looked at earlier suffers a bit from the one image being kind of quite bright across the scene mm -hmm. so the second image is it's there you can definitely see it and it is adding texture to it um but not not enough to kind of make a strong impact and i suppose it comes out to think would i rather see that picture with or without the brickwork maybe without i think yeah. if if more if like if a chunk of the train carriage had been in shade and we'd seen the brickwork there and then the rest had been light and we hadn't but i don't know there's sort of you got any thoughts on this one? yeah it sort of seems like there's a theme and i don't know if there's something about my podcast that makes people want to just drive trains into buildings because it kind of looks like uh, <laughs> like another train getting ready to run into a uh, a, a, a brick wall here. <laughs> but, uh, I, I think it's maybe more that your podcast makes people think <laughs> of running trains into buildings. <laughs> it makes them want to throw themselves under a bus, but it makes them think of a train running into a building. Uh, well, it's a, it's a real train wreck at times, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I definitely think I think the first shot is uh, stronger. But um, but yeah, the second one's nice. Uh, again, I think I would have cropped it a little bit. Take those uh, take those leaves out of that bottom left corner. Yeah, so, yeah, and uh, yeah. But because that's the thing with um, with double exposures, where you do get random bits of brightness, it is just going to pull the eye straight towards them. Mm. And yeah, actually, I think I think if that was cropped um, to remove, you know not necessarily to make it square although maybe to make it square yeah. actually square might not be bad i think that would make that a much stronger picture for my money because it because the double exposure kind of fades out and clearly um and i'm guessing that this was a problem that i don't know whether you have but it, it was not a problem a feature whatever it is <laughs> um where the frames are not all going to overlap so we've got two images overlapping here mm. we had um on backing paper uh, another great podcast from the sunny 16 family of podcasts <laughs> which you should all definitely be listening to um uh well definitely, was last definitely, week. definitely the latest episode because you finally stepped up and had a, a really a, a, a guest host that could read uh pretty, pretty <laughs> funny, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah on our on our um in almost entirely email based show we did make a slight faux pas and have somebody who struggled with reading last week. <laughs> i mean matthew i love you but what was going on um but yeah we did have uh i can't remember the guy's name this week but um yeah he was all right yeah. um <laughs> 
But anyway, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, Nick Lyle from the Homemade Camera podcast, a very good podcast with very informative, very knowledgeable people on there. Nothing like this show. Um, <laughs> he was talking about doing these double exposures. And because I think we talked before about like how you make sure you get the frames properly lined up. And he said, well, just kind of don't worry about it. In fact, get them more out of whack, the better. They'll just be more fun and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um from your experience having done it do you think that's the case or do you think actually no having half and half we actually went through the process of like you you know you take like a marker and mark where where your you know uh your first shot is good like when you load the film and so that the the next person can you know load that and load it straight up with their like their their shutter went their shutter shutter curtains or whatever like get it lined up properly and still like even my, me and uh, my partner and i did that and we still had some not line up properly so i'm more of the school that i think i kind of agree just go crazy and, and just let them overlap like like i'll get out and just don't worry about trying to get the frames lined up because it it seems like almost trying to get the frames lining up uh lined up and then them not lining up actually looks worse you know <laughs> Like you know, it just—I I don't know—but there are um, yeah. So they're 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 too close to be you know they they just yeah yeah not far enough out to make them fun but yeah I'm um, yeah. far enough out to be irritating. The um not really well. They are double exposures, but they are and they are unintentional double exposures. I have a bad habit uh, in any camera that will let me do this of um, forgetting what frame size I'm shooting. And the the best example for me for this is uh, my Ondu pinhole um, because I have an Ondu. Uh, I can't what it's called now, um, but it's a multi-format one, so you can shoot either six by six six by nine or uh six by twelve and you put the like frames in the back to space out and i always forget what i'm shooting and invariably make the wrong choice go i think this is six but no that was six by twelve i think this is six by twelve no this is six by six i've just wasted half roll film um but because of doing that i've had a few overlaps and i also had it happen with a box camera that i think i just wasn't i don't know why i was doing that but when you get these overlaps that sometimes that can work really well i had a really like a couple of images that I looked at, oh that's great um and that would never have happened if i'd been doing things properly with a degree of competence um but uh yeah i see what you mean completely about a small bit of overlap not quite enough so yeah i'm with you i i think if that had been cropped down to just keeping the frame That'd yeah. be good. Yeah, I think um, so. But yeah, still good. Uh, okay. All right. So next up is uh, Dylan O'Connor and Neil Piper from the Soot Oops. and Whitewash podcast. Yeah, Mr. Neil Piper. Another uh, yeah. film photography podcast. I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> and the first one is uh, titled Two Horizons Meet. Wow, these are, man, these are some, these are some artsy names we're getting here. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, can you describe what I'm seeing here in the way of double exposure? What you're seeing? Well, it looks yeah, to me like... Yeah, describe it. Well, it looks like you have a gray sky. It looks like a, an ocean scene. But in the ocean, we have clouds that are possibly upside down from where the ocean was, I'm guessing. Like a sky... Upside down sky. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what you're seeing? Yeah, yeah I mean, probably. Um... <laughs> Were these all shot on 35 or some of these on 6x6? I believe, I think everybody shot 35, I think. Okay, yeah. so so this is a case of where um, there has been some frame hunting done. Mm-hmm. Um, this does 
suffer a bit from what you were saying earlier about monochrome can be harder because you know it can just there's it can be less going on in there mm. um and uh the top nearly entire half of this picture is just dark gray with kind of nothing breaking that up and then um there is some interest in the bottom half um but it looks pretty upside down i think mm. i think maybe if i turn my head upside down um <laughs> i think if the, if the shot had been rotated through uh, 180 degrees and so you had that like base on the bottom that might have been oh um, yeah yeah i'm just turning my head upside down too I think uh, it might yeah be better that way yeah because then you feel like um but yeah, it, it, it's good. I, I'm I'm trying to sort of, I, I'm trying to figure out quite what I'm looking at here, because um, there is such a divide here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it's it, it, it's it's okay, um, but it just feels like somebody's exposed <laughs> exposed the blank frame over half of another one a bit, <laughs> and then the other one's upside down. Um, I suspect it's probably Neil's fault. Looks like it's the kind of thing Neil would do wrong. Um, <laughs> This second one from that team, though, I do like though. Um, Two hundred fifty-seventh Avenue, and I guess it was at was it Walpole Ch Walpole Church? Is that right? Sure, sounds nice to me. <laughs> um, sounded, uh, sounded, I like sounded British, so I figure you might know. But uh, at Walpole is it Walpole, sir? Um, <laughs> go blimey, God, there's a lovely picture. Um, oh, would you bloody that, would you bloody hell get a, get on with it? <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Honestly. Um, what I like about this picture is, and, and I think this one works better in black and white than it would have done in colour, because I love the fact that there is quite a lot of visual chaos going on, but it's not overwhelming. And I think if it was in colour, it might have been. So I... There's a street scene, a, a, like a road scene. We can see a car coming in from the left-hand side and um, a lorry, uh, sorry, a truck. Is that what you call them? No. A truck? Semis. Semi-trucks. Well, in this country, a semi is where somebody's only partially aroused, so we'll go with the truck. <laughs> um, we, call, we, we call those uh, core boners. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new one on me. Um <laughs> So that's obviously the picture taken on uh, 257th Avenue, um, and I like that. And it looks quite quite, quite a wet day there. Maybe a, yeah, it does look the roads look wet? That's cool. There's this strange kind of framing to the picture. What do you think is going on there, Mike? I, I I don't know. Maybe it's I really don't know. Like maybe shot. Well, man, you got me on that. I have no idea how. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's quite cool. It's it's this it weird, odd-shaped frame, um, mm. as if it was, as if something weirds happened to it. Um, and then we've got uh, Walpole Church, sir, um, in the background. <laughs> this spire, the kind of ghostly spire, rising out in the background, kind of directly where this truck. This truck's going round the corner, so there's some nice curves in there, and this truck. Um, dead center and also the church dead center um i like the lights the traffic lights um jutting across breaking the picture up uh yeah i like that one definitely my favorite out of those two um it's fun and another vehicle driving into a building again <laughs> <laughs> really really got your number here haven't they I think coincidence so. <laughs> i think not um 
yeah. good work, guys. Yeah, uh, the second one's uh, yeah, I definitely like that second one. And again, yeah, you're right. Uh, maybe I should stop podcasting because there's some real, some real, uh, real disturbing images coming. <laughs> coming. <laughs> of people driving into buildings but, the weird uh, thing is when you think that this is all just pure serendipity this is nature sending you a message this is just like lady luck going look we're trying to let you know what you what we think of your podcast this is not one person's choice this is this is the world just sending a message <laughs> true true story <laughs> nice nice <laughs> It is nice, isn't it? <laughs> Go on then, carry nice. on. Okay, so the next uh, the next match, the next tag team is uh, Stephen Ray, everyone's favorite Kiwi from down in New Zealand, and Mr. Matt Melcher, box of cameras, Matt Melcher. Wow, that's a that's a that's some heavyweights here. So, uh, uh, power and, team. And Stephen Ray, I'm not talking about your weight. So, before you get on me about that, but uh, anyway, he did uh, call you fat off line, Stephen. So make of that what you feel. Right. <laughs> Stop it. But uh, <laughs> uh, we love you, Stephen. Uh, anyway, uh, nesting tree is the first one. So there you go. So this is super successful. Yeah. Um, so what I can see in this picture, there is um, central to the picture. There is a palm tree, uh, and central to the palm tree is a nest with these blue eggs in it. Um, and there's also. Um, a chain link fence it looks like so I'm trying to figure out exactly what the kind of the two images are mm -hmm. that I'm looking at because the the white the bluey white of the sky has kind of taken everything apart from the palm tree so where do you reckon the, what what do you reckon the sort of the I, I, the I would guess I'm guessing I'm wanting to think that the palm tree was I don't know maybe was shot through the chain link you think and then the nest yeah. was taken close up uh but the fact that he they landed this uh bird's nest it looks like dead smack in the middle of a palm tree <laughs> is really really some good luck there yeah and um oh absolutely it fits perfectly because the, the palm tree just looks like a big bird's nest it does um, yeah yeah um, yeah, and, and I quite like the texture, you know, that the chain link fence is giving it. It's, it's a shame that the bottom right corner is kind of um, filled with things, but you know, mm -hmm. nonetheless, um, I, I, I don't think cropping it would have been the thing to do with this one because yeah. um, you, it wouldn't have, it, you couldn't have cut enough of it out to improve the picture. And I think it would have just cramped in the frame, and it's quite nice for the the fronds of the palm tree to have that room to frond in <laughs> with fronds like these who needs enemies eh, Mike? <laughs> maybe you could take this as a positive sign from nature you know your little fledgling <laughs> how many millions of shows have we done so far it's 190 right here we're doing <laughs> it's your fourth one today isn't it you know? <laughs> um, but no that that's that's great that that is a great example of oh yeah you know again when things work out and, and like i said so many of these are i'm actually i mean i realize that f with most of these things this is 
two pictures that people have pulled off a whole roll of film but still with kind of all of these the fact that you've managed to get two pictures as good as these from anybody out of a, a single roll of film i think is fantastic yeah yeah it is kind of it's actually a little bit a little bit surprising truthfully i was worried that like we would have to just pick uh, like two duds just to even just put something up but uh i'm waiting uh, to see yours <laughs> i suspect that might be the case <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next uh, photo is Raging River. This is also Stephen Ray and Matt Melcher. So, uh, this is part of the reason I was asking about the titles, because I saw that title and I looked at it and thought, well, it just looks a bit like a muddy puddle, really, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um, so this is a picture of some um, onions growing, something yeah, like a member like of the Allium family. I can, as a professional horticulturalist, I can tell you that that's some members of the Allium family <laughs> growing in some sort of container um, as the main image. And then there's a, uh, I'm guessing a raging river that has been shot that kind of looks like a water flowing through them. Um, positioning wise, it's worked very well. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's worked it's worked well um it's not terribly exciting um it's a lot of green with a patch of brown water in the middle yeah <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's worked i guess from from it i have a, one thing i guess it does make it more interesting is the fact that i could probably see this photo online and not not even realize it was a a double exposure because the two do go together enough to yeah where it, you know it almost looks like it's just a straight photo but um yeah but yeah other than that it looks like somebody's overwatered those onions <laughs> yeah it does and uh and uh and i, I i'm the, i'm the world world's worst judge of this because i absolutely abhor anything to do with onions so there you go but uh, <laughs> i hate onions well they, <laughs> this picture is disqualified owing to its onion content sorry sorry guys um <laughs> okay well uh Graham, we are getting at that close to that fifty-minute mark where my program likes to screw up. So uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, We're gonna, gonna put on some of your funky music now. By what was it? Sea biscuit, limp biscuit. Sea. <laughs> uh, oh God. Give <laughs> uh, it away! Give it away! No, that's not limp biscuit, is yeah, it? What band yeah. was it you Just played you know in? What? Just knock it off, but. <laughs> Uh, it's it's supposed to be Sea Hero, but uh, I haven't been playing Sea Hero lately. I've been playing some uh, some demo recordings from my from my vaults. So, uh, but yeah, uh, that's what we've been doing lately. But anyway, let's go ahead and take a break, folks, and uh, we will be right back. All right, folks, we're back from the break, and I just checked the audio in the last segment. Looks like my audio was quite a bit lower than Graham's. I'll try to speak up and get closer to the mic, and hopefully get it worked out. If not, I've got a hell of an editing job ahead of me. But all right, Graham, let's uh, let's continue this uh, this uh, this double exposure tag team challenge judging. Uh, the next uh, 
match we have up, the next tag team partners, is Dan Cottle and Mr. Sean Nelson, the guy that pretty much ran this challenge for me, got it all set up and set up the everything and, and did the, the zine, the little PDF zine of the challenge. Sean basically deserves all the credit for this. Uh, he did all the work. And then I deserve all the credit for uh, slacking and making it take forever to get the judging done. So, <laughs> But the uh, first... Uh, First selection is called International Railroad. Yeah, so this is pretty cool. So as far as I can see, this is another one of these ones where there's multiple frames that have been selected to be part of it. Um, the dominant frames are two pictures of trains. Okay, so it looks like there's a lot of railroading going on here. This is, again, uh, on the well on the transport theme. Mm. Um, so we've got in the left-hand side of the frame, there's um, some wheels of the train, nice up close, uh, as the dominant shot. And in the right-hand side, we've got this front end of a Union Pacific Railroad uh, train. Um, and then it's quite subtle. Uh, but in the background behind that, there's what I assume is a, a train station um, with the rail lines running across diagonally, kind of across both of these. Um, it's... It is a subtle one, uh, mm -hmm. but it's very on theme. Um, I love the fact that we've got two train nerds on the same team here. This has worked out very well. Um, yeah, and I, and I like it for its subtlety. Um, I can't really see what is on the right-hand side of the second image um, because the, you know, that, that is not come through so often. But the, the left-hand side, sort of the center left-hand side has worked well enough to pull that one together well. Um, it's good. Great uh, confluence of train stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, makes me wonder. They had to communicate, right, with each other a little bit, maybe, because <laughs> that that. What's the chances of like someone taking a photo of a train and another person coming along and taking photos of a train tra of train tracks? That seems, man, that's a that's a good coincidence if that's what happened, you know. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it's cool. Were you encouraging people to not communicate, or were you saying, <laughs> oh yeah, well. well. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just not that organized. Maybe they were, but in good honor. Right. For it. And it's so they, you're trying they, to drag everybody down to your they, level. That's then. right. Uh, just trying to, yeah. They've reaped the benefits of being a, a little more, uh, a little more in, in, in. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going, but I, <laughs> well, let, let's know when you get there on your train. You've lost your train of thought, ironically. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, gosh. Uh, okay, the next next. Uh, Shot from Dan Cottle and Sean Nelson is Propeller Vase. More travel-themed uh, shots here. Um, so we have got a picture of, you're not going to believe this, listeners, a propeller <laughs> and uh, a vase. So that's good. Um, it's cool, but it's not as cool as the first one because the first one was pretty darn cool because the first one had two pieces of a train and the train track going through it. Um yeah, this one's interesting because the the shape of the pot does complement the shape of the propeller, um, and there's all the nice foliage and stuff around. Uh, but um, yeah, I do prefer the first one with these two. I do like the way the pot's kind of the way it's broke. It kind of looks like the uh, the propeller pieces just broke off the plane, sort of <laughs> the way the the little jagged uh, broken part yeah. of, of the uh, the vase. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, I do. Th I agree, though. I think the f I think the first one's a, a little stronger. Yeah. Yeah. 
Cool, cool. All right, the next uh, matchup, the next tag team. Oh my goodness! I mean, I can already tell right from the start that this one is this man. This is whoo! It's amazing. Uh, but this one's called Lone Patriot, and uh, it's from Robert Brown and a guy named Mike Gutterman. Um, I hear that Mike is real good looking dude, and uh, but I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the first one from them. That's amazing. I mean, have you seen this shot? It's my God. It just kind of pops right off the screen, doesn't it? I mean, uh, in the kind of torpid, turgid sort of a way. What was that word you used earlier? A clone? No, it's gone now. <laughs> clone, chrome, semi, clone wood. Oh, I oh, can't remember. Core boner. Core. Thanks. I knew we were going with see a core boner. I mean, actually, this is not even a core boner. This is a flaccid, saggy. Um, no. Uh, so I'm going to guess, uh, Michael, seeing as you're here, I can ask you about it, um, young Mr. Michael Guttermans. Um, would you like to explain your workings in this picture, please? I'm yeah. guessing you took the picture of the American flag because uh, it's, your name's Mike Gutterman and that's what you do. <laughs> Loyal patriot that you are. No, actually, surprisingly, I took the picture of the nighttime picture of the person walking on a walking bridge here in Louisville, Kentucky. And Robert Brown took a photo of an American flag that went uh, went over it. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, and, cool. Yeah. All right. It was part of my, uh, my plan to shoot uh, mostly night... Uh, photography so that robert's shots would have some black black space to kind of uh to work with so yeah yeah it's worked well um why do you think the because what's been incredibly lucky with this picture is that the bottom right corner of the flag is missing um so you can see the subject of your photo i know Um, yeah i don't know how that happened (laughs) that's complete luck but it looks like is this like yeah, I'm having a hard time telling what's on this on the left side there. Is that like a you see that like silver thing jutting out around the around the stars? I'm not really sure what mm-hmm. that is. Maybe that would give us a clue on um, on what's uh, what caused that. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. That was completely lucky. And um, I mean, I, obviously, it's just amazing. It's an amazing piece of work. I mean, all around. I mean, I think yeah. I like. <laughs> what What I like about this picture is um, Robert's bit. <laughs> the bit the bit which to be honest lets it down slightly is uh it was your bit isn't it um <laughs> no i uh i like this i like the way that it's worked out um i do like your street shot you know i i am a bit of a sucker for pools of light and you've got some nice pools of light in that bottom right hand corner there and um the and the american flag uh it's good symbolism um it does it's a bit of a bummer there's this all kind of smudge right in the front bottom yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. um but no it's good um again would i have cropped it a bit maybe um because above the flag there's yeah Mm -hmm. who had this who made this choice and who presented this image you or robert uh we both picked out uh the ones we liked okay cool but we yeah and then robert was uh pretty much in charge of uh getting him sent in uh but we didn't think about cropping anything we probably should have discussed because i can see where if we'd cropped the top off a little bit there that would have been a little bit better maybe even cropped off whatever that silver thing is jutting in off the you could actually make it much smaller like yeah and i don't know yeah uh, 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's 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 hard to say, but um, I like it. I do like it. I think it's a, a couple of good, interesting subjects, and um, you've been incredibly lucky with the way that the corner of that flag was cut out yeah, to show a, the um was the bit fun. of your pitch. Yeah. yeah, showed the, the the small bit of your picture that was interesting, a tiny <laughs> tiny part of your photo that was interesting, Mike. So that's good. <laughs> All right, I've taken I've taken enough abuse on that photo, so let's move on to the second one oh. from uh, Robert Brown and I. This one is called Dream Girl. Dream Girl. Okay, I like this. Um, now, I mean, again, I, I could be making presumptions here, but there's a picture of a leaf, so I'm going to attribute that to you because you're the leaf king, but I'm guessing it's... Uh, so who took what picture here? Uh, I took the mannequin, uh, and he took the leaf. So you were okay. completely misjudging me on this show, uh, uh, Graham, you know? And I just, yeah. uh, it just shows that you're not a very good uh, judge of talent, I think, is uh, kind of what we're, what we're looking at here. Uh, well, I've come on your show, haven't I? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying the fact that even though this is your show, one just as it was on the Sunny Sixteen podcast, it's your audio that's going to be terrible. <laughs> it's actually just for the listeners though. It's in my riders that I always have to sound better than you on every show, apart from the most recent backing paper. Right, uh, right. Yeah, that's it's fantastic. Every time I get on a podcast with uh, Graham, he somehow screws up my audio to try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, it's, it's, I think you're just um, yeah, you're just a little bit nervous, and I think you like to hide away. It's understandable. I mean, you know, you're in the presence of greatness, like what I am. Right. Anyway, let's get back to this. Picture. I really like this. I think this has worked really, really well. Um, I really love the texture of the leaf. Mm. Um, it's quite. I, I, you know, I know you were saying earlier that you didn't feel that black and white had worked. Actually, in both of your pictures, I'm really glad they're black and white. Um, I, I really like the tonality that you've got in these pictures. Um, the the first one we looked at is quite nice and gritty and dark, and I like that. I think it fits very well with the subject matter. And the second one, it's you haven't got those blacks, but it's got a nice richness to the greys. Um, what film was this, Mike? Uh, Tri-X. And we, we Tri-X. shot it at, we each shot it at 800. Uh, and then we, of course, developed it as if it was shot at 400. So, yeah. Yeah. It's worked. I mean, the exposure is spot on. Um, and, um, yeah, it's worked well. What a weird mannequin you're taking a picture of. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's worked very well, that one. I like that. Nice light on the mannequin. I'm guessing because it was in the, the shop window, so they'd done all of that work for you. Um <laughs> So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I like that. Good work on both of those. Nice. Um, hey, it looks as though your mate Robert Brown's been double dipping on you. Yeah, he has. Some people did. He shoot. cheated on you. Well, some people did shoot. Uh, you know, a couple of rows uh, got in it a couple of times, and that's fine. Uh, it's probably they good had long enough. Let's face it. But, well, it's probably good because you know anybody that got paired with me was not going to win because uh, you know you're not going to. Yeah, obviously Graham's going to be biased again and not choose anything that I, uh, any of my shots. So at least this way, Robert has a chance to win. So uh. <laughs> let me just clarify, just so I know, would you like me to pick you to win the prize that you're offering to the listeners? <laughs> no, is I that what really, you? I didn't really because think about I mean, it. you should have explained this before we started well, recording well, because it's a little awkward for me now. <laughs> because actually, actually, we didn't plan on having a prize. It was just you know, it was just a, a bragging rights kind of thing. But then Mike Padua had to go on and, and make it all like uh, make it uh, all weird. And uh, he 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 <laughs> listen. He fudged up our show as well. The Sunny Sixteen podcast was puddling along quite happily, giving 
nobody nothing and then mike ruined it like, oh well great now you and then uh paul from analog wonderland further ruined it and now it's like oh great now this is my problem and now yeah. now it's and now there's two people who have been waiting for three months for their prize because they wait for me to send them something oh god and and the most recent one um the guys over at film bros gave a prize so, so the guy who won this round of the cheap shot challenge is going to get his prize before the guys who won the last round it's a t uh, this is i'm at negative positive level of incompetence at the moment <laughs> sorry everyone back uh, to these pictures okay yeah the uh, next uh, the next match is robert brown uh, he, he was uh, on his second attempt uh, at, at, at worldwide fame in the tag team challenge. He's with uh, Marius Andre. Didn't we have him as well, too? We did, yeah. yeah. Um, I really like this picture. Um, it's a landscape scene, very dark landscape scene, lots of um, mist rising from this very mountainous looking scene, trees in the, like spruce trees in the foreground, and double exposed with, um, I don't know, street lights, who knows what they are, but all you can see is the out of focus um, light spots, and it just looks like. I don't know, Willow the Wisps or something around there. It works really well yeah. with this scene. Um, looks like a big, like a like a, a UFO invasion coming over the over the mountains. It's it's quite it's it's pretty good, it really. Is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very Twilight Zone like that one. Yeah, a lot. yeah, that one was titled "They're Here," which uh, yeah, that's what they're definitely going for there. But, they're yeah, that's, here. That's that's, uh -huh. uh, that's nice. But uh, all right, and the next one is a quiet moment. And uh, that's nice too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, somebody um, sat, uh, a lady sat, relaxing, not looking at the camera, just looking down. And then I'm not sure what the second exposure is. It's like something in nature. There's yeah. some trees, and um, uh, I think this is one of the ones where I think I probably would have rather have just seen the one picture on, in each case because the double exposure here. I don't feel like it's been necessarily that additive to it. Mm. Um, I can see what I can see why they picked it because of that thing of like getting the pattern of the trees on the face, but there's so much bright in there that you um, you're losing the shape of the face and it makes it look like she's got a grey beard a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and so um, yeah. Uh, they look like they were both nice images, but they just aren't gelling quite so well together with that one, especially not compared with the first one, which is very cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it, honestly, if this was like a close-up of just her face and the, the tree limbs or whatever that is, uh, uh, that that could have been a, a cool double exposure in itself. But yeah, I think you're right. Like I think the, uh, both images uh, separately would probably have been stronger. I mean, it's cool. I, it's, it's definitely a, a cool photo, but I can see how uh that the the photo of the, of the the lady or uh sitting there would have been a great photo by itself and i don't know that the the double exposure really adds much to it but you know i'm not supposed to be judging these things but that's just my, <laughs> my thought but uh but yeah great job uh, still though it's, it's good stuff but that first one was really something but um all right let's move on to the next one uh this is jeff saint Ange and uh mr mike williams mike williams is the the voice of uh the intro to the show so you should be familiar with that uh anyhow mike i don't williams. listen but um, yeah <laughs> mike williams and jeff saint Ange. first selection is tombstone of time yeah that's cool so um we've got 
a wall with some art on it um some i'm not gonna say graffiti because it definitely looks more uh, more art than graffiti it's kind of hard to make out exactly because it's a big portrait of somebody um and then times and then uh the tombstones yeah it's it's cool it's an interesting mixture because it's hard it's very hard to separate where the art on the wall ends and the double exposure starts um and so i think that's a real success uh in that sense because you know it's like well okay i don't quite know what i'm looking at here yeah um it's good i like the fact that there appears to be um flames from the buildings in, in the wall art we took as they're licking up the um uh tombstones yeah oh yeah good. yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah. cool it is cool this next one is uh <laughs> wow it's a uh, it's a something uh yeah it's called love bug and Graham. i gotta say this is this is a strong one here yeah yeah this is another one where i don't know i mean can this possibly have been serendipity they, right. they have to have been they have to i mean and that that is not a knock if somebody has said oh i took this picture on uh then i think they deserve uh brownie points for being organized <laughs> and efficient um uh so this is the main scene is from a broken car window you need to get that replaced that's very dangerous but um looking forward to down the road and sort of some distance off in front there is the arse end of a uh, looks like a modern volkswagen beetle i would guess mm-hmm. um and then on the left hand side of the frame very much in the foreground is a an gigantic. old gigantic <laughs> vw beetle the um the 53 the herbie the love bug number right. on there um yeah that's that's worked very well very cool that's amazing um yeah 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 lots of transmissions they had to have communicated on that right like i don't know but (laughs) yeah if they didn't then they should both buy lottery tickets when they got that back because it was their lucky it was definitely their lucky day but that's 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 something and again it sort of looks like herbie the love bug is coming to crash right into the front end of this uh this vehicle so uh (laughs) yeah What, what i like about this one a bit like the first one we talked about i love how clear and distinct the second image is mm-hmm. from the first, you know the the bug shows up brilliantly but there's kind of nothing else there's just that element of it that's made it through the rest of the of this that exposure isn't showing up really i'm sure if you look close enough you can see bits but i can't right. really so it's well, just look like at, oh it look-, look through the bugs the the herbie the love bug look through its window you can still see the tree line from the original mm. photo like through the window yeah that's that's, yeah, it is just the white of the bug that's done the job there, yeah, and um, it's amazing. Yeah, that's that's worked very well. Yeah, huh. um, I, I it's another one where I wonder would cropping it have yeah. done it any favors? Because um, there's quite a lot on the right hand side with kind of not much going on. All the action is center to left, mm-hmm. um, and oh, so maybe, maybe if you cra- you could even crop out the window crack possibly and just come up uh, a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, or if, if not all of the window cracks, certainly like a bit of the dashboard, but still mm-hmm. a very good picture um, oh, and yeah. well done. If it's planned or not planned, it's either way, it's great. Cool. All right. Next one is the next grouping is John Gregory from A Light in the Dark podcast and Mr. Dustin Cogsdale from the the uh, photography print swap on a Facebook uh, group and uh, been on the show a couple of times. A couple of heavy hitters in the negative positives community. Uh, the first one is dog and statue. 
I, I like this. Um, it's another one that's uh, worked well in sort of on the various levels. Like double exposure can work well. The the two individual pictures are both kind of quite clearly visible for what they are, um, and the positioning has worked out pretty much spot on given what's here so we've got a uh, white dog reclining on a dark bean bag or dark armchair and just lying there and his front paws almost touching uh, this tall monument from the other exposure mm. um, it looks as though he's kind of about to just knock it over with his paw <laughs> um, and down below him uh, I guess they're I don't know memorials or tombstones or whatever they may be but it, 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 he does look like giant dog about to wreak havoc in a kind of sleepy way um, I like that <laughs> yeah. a lot yeah nice I agree I agree alright next one uh, from that pairing is water drops I'm having a hard time with this one yeah I mean it's a very nice picture of some water drops um, but yeah. I'm not I don't know what the double yeah. exposure is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there is one in there. Um, yeah. But, and like I said, it's a very nice picture of some water drops. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the double exposure for that is. So. But yeah, it's a nice picture there. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It stands alone as a good photo, whether whatever it was. But yeah. Yeah. Huh. It almost looks like it might be a, a beer, maybe, because it looks like kind of foamy on top there. I don't know. But, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Huh. All right, uh, move on to the next. This is um, the next pairing in the Tag Team Challenge. Uh, Dustin Cogsdale is back at it again, and this time he's with Dylan O'Connor. And the title of the first one is Church. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. It's a very graphic image. I really like the colors in this. I love the color of the sky. I love the color of the church. And um, I love the way that the two images... um, are kind of just a very sort of pop art kind of way, just kind of sitting across each other and breaking up the frame. Um, yeah, I like that. I, I'm not uh, okay. Yes, yeah, so it's it's buildings double exposed over a, a building. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that one a lot. Actually, it's um, like I, said, I, I do like generally very graphic images. I think because I've got terrible eyesight and detail often escapes me so i like quite bold <laughs> images and um i like the fact that the church spire if that's what it is um looks a bit like her face um yeah <laughs> with <the big> black. <laughs> yeah uh, and it's obviously it looks like cross-processed because of the the colors i'm used to seeing the colors like that quite a bit processing. yeah yeah so cool yeah yeah all right and their second one is a vw tree there's a lot of volkswagen stuff going on in this uh but go ahead yeah, like literally two pictures out of all of them. So, tons. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice, nice. Um, I'll beat you to it. Uh, nice. nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the fact that this was cross-processed has really worked in this picture's favour. Um, I think it's kind of given the whole thing a really kind of bizarre look to it, especially... The left-hand side, it's the trees look just kind of weird and blasted, um, uh, and and there's the bridge or something over the top. I don't quite know what's going on there. Um, and you've got the car on the right-hand side. That's cool. Um, the, they they don't feel the car and the trees don't feel particularly linked in the picture they just feel like ah, here's two things that are both in the picture yeah. or both adjacent um 
and you know I could probably lose that car completely and be quite happy with on the with what's on the left hand side. Yeah, if you, um, if, you if you cropped the left hand side, made like a portrait orientation out of it, that yeah. could actually be really pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, except I mean, I I think this is probably more of a win for for um, cross processing than, than double exposures as such, because I do love what that's done to those trees. But still, it's a it's a fun image. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it's one of those things where we perhaps sometimes feel like, oh, we need to have a you know six by four frame because that's the size. Like, no, no, go with you know whatever. But um, yeah, it's, it's cool. And again, I like the last one. I, I like the colours. Um, but I think I like kind of half of that picture and the Volkswagen side. I can um, you know take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. all right and then next up the next uh tag team partners were alex purcell and dylan o'connor uh and this uh, is vw gosh what is up with the volkswagens <laughs> yeah you're right okay i take it back there are quite a lot of volkswagens in this <laughs> take it driving, back you're right all driving into hole <laughs> <laughs> i mean it really came up with a catchy title for this one a lot of thought that he's a wordsmith and artist um uh I really like this one. Um, I mean, it it's a bridge uh, going over a river, as bridges are wont to do. Um, uh, and the double exposure is this um, white V-dub van. And I don't know, is that an American flag on the other side of it? Yeah. Yes. It looks like it might be. But it kind of, um, it looks like it's kind of movement lines for the van. Um, mm. So you can, yeah, I, it does look very much like this van is leaping into a mysterious hole on the, the side of the bridge. Yeah, yeah. I I do really like this one. Just the, the, there's an incredible feeling of movement and action in here. <laughs> um, it's like something from um, the Italian Job. It's great. <laughs> that is that is quite amazing. People people really had some good luck with some of these. That's for sure. So yeah, Are you, uh, I think I mean skill and effort went into this. Yours <laughs> may have been luck. I think other people put in time uh, and effort and thought. Yeah. I opened the opened up the door and you should have known you'd kick it in. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> all right, and the next image from uh, Alex Purcell and Dylan O'Connor. Uh, Dylan O'Connor is surreal train tracks. So I'm trying to figure out exactly what we're looking at here. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, train tracks. That much I got. Uh, um, I do like that. And then, oh, what do you reckon it is that we're looking on the there's right like hand? Some, there's like some slats going the opposite way of the train tracks, uh, like, uh, you know, perpendicular. Yeah. To it. Uh, that has to be part of the second exposure. I can't quite tell what it is. No, I think those are. I think those are part of the first exposure with the train tracks. You think I so? I think they must. Yeah, because they're, they're too neatly laid out with the rails. They have to be. There appears to be sky on the on the right hand side. There's um you know cloudy sky, so I'm guessing maybe it was. Yeah, um, it's the cloudy sky on the on the. On the right, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it's nice. It adds a bit of something on the right hand side there. But this is another one where I think, okay, eh, how would it have, would the picture have been worse off if it had just been the picture of the train tracks? Um, I mean, I, I do like the clouds. Mm. Um, you know, they do give it a bit of an ethereal something or other on the right-hand side. The left-hand side is all just the picture of the train tracks. The clouds couldn't, you know, whatever was the bottom of that picture of the clouds couldn't compete with that. But, um, but it did 
the clouds did stay nicely just on the right hand side of the train track so that's quite well but um yeah it's, it's good i like it but i definitely out of those two prefer the first one uh, oh, i do yeah. love the first one <laughs> yeah the first one first one's pretty incredible so yeah <laughs> all yeah. right so the next one next pairing the next tag team partners was uh steven ray again everyone's favorite kiwi and then Corey cannon from the lensless podcast mm, no one's favorite north carolina <laughs> <laughs> and it is titled chomp so uh here we go okay so there's somebody sat a laptop mm -hmm. that's cool and then there's something else on rails any idea what that is no i have no idea some sort of strange device that rolls on rails <laughs> yeah it's certainly yeah. interesting because yeah. it looks as though the person on the laptop is controlling the thing that's on rails it's a very yeah. small thing on rails it's like a looks like a wheelbarrow on rails and whatever um, it is looks like it has like teeth or something so i can see where the chomp title possibly came in there maybe yeah so, yeah it's intriguing it is certainly an intriguing picture um and what's the next one uh See, I like the second one. New Zealand. Um, this is my favorite, too. Yeah. Oh, this is nice. Yeah. Just lots of really nice textures going on here. So there's the the outline of uh, a, a church tower and steeple. Um, and then in the background, it looks like, I don't know, side of a mountain or, I don't know, it's New Zealand, so scenery of some sort. New Zealand's got a lot of scenery. It's full of it, absolutely chock full. I mean, you honestly, you cannot go to New Zealand without tripping over some scenery somewhere. Um, but uh, it's that with the clouds and everything. It's given it a really nice texture. Um, and yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that. It feels like a nice big picture. You know what I mean? It does, Some pictures yeah. just feel big. Almost looks big. Uh, almost looks a painting, like a, or like a you know like a sketch sort of in a way. The way the yeah. texture is on it. So yeah, very cool. Yeah. All right. So next up, we're nearly there, Mike. I, I know. I know. I know. Now I know what I put our judges through, and I feel quite guilty. <laughs> <laughs> retrospectively feel quite guilty <laughs> yeah and i know it's getting extremely late for you there so uh yeah it's, it's gone two o'clock in the morning i'm yeah. a dead man i'm an absolute <laughs> dead man <laughs> so the next uh tag team uh partners were george griffin and alex purcell uh the first one is called boat street yep that is a boat in the middle of a street by the looks of it doing exactly you know i hadn't god yeah that's that's worked that has worked it took me a while to realize that, that was a boat that i was looking at but once you uh said the title and then i read it just to make sure you said it right i could see that it was a boat um yeah that's that's worked actually pretty well i like that um takes a bit of time to get your eyes around it mm. um but then it, yeah slightly bizarre <laughs> as all of these are funnily enough <laughs> All right, and then the second one is Daisy Bottle. So I can see lots of daisies. Uh, what you can shot top down or bottom up through a bottle? I'm not quite sure. It looks like uh, it looks like you're looking through the top of it, sort of. Yeah, if you see the yeah, top, yeah. It's cool. It's, yeah, it's cool. It's nice. The daisies are nice. Um, it's not. Unless I'm sort of missing something, which I might well be, seems unlikely. I'm very good at seeing things. <laughs> See, lied. Um, it's um, it's 
it's not quite as rewarding as like that boat one when you're looking at it and you suddenly realize what you're looking at it does that thing that some double images double exposures can do of something going oh <laughs> when you kind of realize what's going on right um and and i and i like the top one for that more because they're going oh oh yeah there's a boat there just kind of slumped in the middle of a <laughs> yeah uh how bizarre um but yeah uh two two fun images what are these ones at the bottom are they also part of it i don't know like I've, i was just looking at them i don't see a name with them like is that uh i'm afraid we might be missing somebody here but um i think that's just the footer okay i guess i guess well there's some that's I'm, i have to say i'm very impressed because honestly i was expecting an absolute pile of crap when i came on this evening <laughs> um <laughs> Well, let me see. Shouldn't never... shouldn't judge everyone by your standards, should I? <laughs> uh, well, I, uh, you know, this this show is uh, steaming hot sometimes, and uh, which I mean, like steamer being the uh, being the key word there. I don't. Do y'all call them steamers in England? No, we don't do that around here. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've never heard steamer? Like no, steamer? no, we do. Uh, we do not share. Uh, the American fascination with fecal matter that uh, <laughs> seems to be such a delight to you, Mr. Gutterman. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah, right. I'm not buying that for, for one minute. <laughs> You're not going to come on here and act like the sophisticated person on this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. There might be people on here who have not heard me elsewhere that could be fooled by this actor. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think what we're going to do uh, I think I'll take one last break, and then we're going to come back and announce the winner. We got to have a little, little, a little build up, a little scare, you know, like get people like butterflies wondering who's Graham going to pick. So uh, let's yeah. take a break. I, I'm wondering too. <laughs> we'll be right back, folks. All right, folks, we're back from the break. The moment we've all been waiting for because, well, let's be honest, I made you wait forever to uh, <laughs> to get this damn thing judged. But Graham has made his decision. He has uh, laid down the iron gauntlet on ju the judgment. The uh, He has provided the venomous enema needed to cleanse out this contest uh, of the of the actual winner. So let's, uh, let's find out what Graham's thoughts were on the double exposure tag team challenge okay uh, this is a real cliche to say but this was way hard than I thought it was going to be because um, there's there's not just a lot of images here which I think have technically worked there's a lot of images in here which I actually really like um, and I'm very impressed not just by the quality of the, the images that people were taking to put these together but also by the eye for picking out the ones that they then kept um, I'm kind of scrolling up and down now and every time I'm like oh, oh God, yeah that one was so good that one was so good um, uh, yeah there's so many of them have I kind of all of them actually every single one of these images has something about them that I like every single one of these images has something about them that makes them worth seeing um 
you know we talked about ones that particularly caught my eyes along the way you know the the, the bird's nest in the palm tree mm-hmm. um the the train tracks the you know the multiple train tracks the one into the building the train tracks behind the trains which are very clever um the church and the trucks i you know i i love that um you you i much so i hate to say it mike your images i like both of those a lot um <laughs> you aren't gonna win because you you just cannot incidentally I haven't seen Andre's pictures in here. Am I missing you know those? That maybe. Where was that? I wonder if his was the last ones or something. You know, I haven't seen Andre's pictures. Um, did Andre have pictures? Yeah, he did. Um, I'm hoping we didn't miss some people somehow in this. But if we miss somebody, I'm really, really sorry. But, uh, <laughs> but it looks. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not. I've looked at all the pictures I was given. Not my fault. Um, <laughs> I really like the here by Robert Brown and Marius Andre. Um, I thought that was very good. Um, the love bug. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. That's great. I'd, I'd love the dog and statue. I mean, terrible name. I'm sure you could come up with something better than that. But uh, <laughs> I, I do. There's, there's something quite whimsical about that picture. Uh, the the, the cross process stuff. I know I'm just listening because most of the pictures here. Um, Corey and Stevens picture with the the sky. Um, uh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of pictures here that I really like a lot and um, and I've enjoyed spending time with. Um, the one that I'm going to pick, and it's the one that kind of caught my eye when I first saw it, um, just for kind of the like, what? the kind of craziness of the picture. And I think the reason that it's held up through further scrutiny is because it's managed to not entirely, but for the most part, avoid some of the traps that, are almost inherent with double exposures there being things that are distracting and spoil um it's the v-dub driving into a hole um (laughs) nice it's just it's just lined up so well the light on the v-dub um camper van it just looks like a shot from a stunt in the movie um (laughs) and uh yeah um yeah and but genuinely this has been a really tough decision um uh, I, you know, give me another hour. I'd probably come up with another fifteen different choices as first place. But, um, but that one really caught me. I, I love the feeling of action in it. Um, I, you know, the the fact that the um, image of the vaults the of the van, you know, it's quite blurred. You know, it, so it, mm. even though I suspect it was probably a static shot, yeah, <laughs> it was. You know, it feels like there's movement in there. Um, and um, yeah, just just very very random. So yeah, nice, that is nice. my pick um, well, amongst that... a incredibly high quality selection. <laughs> Serendipity was on all of your sides. <laughs> well, thank you, Graham, for for doing the judging. It, it would have been a hard decision. I'd had a hard time too, uh, but I think you picked a very deserving winner. That is Alex Purcell and Dylan O'Connor. Congratulations, you have won the first and probably only. <laughs> <laughs> positives uh tag team double exposure challenge uh graham has 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 laid down the law on this and he has picked his winner so you guys are the the big the big big winners so we're gonna get with mike padua from shoot film co very much uh thanks to mike for offering to give a prize package uh to the winner the the bad thing is i think uh he he probably, he probably doesn't realize is there's technically two winners so i'm gonna have to try <laughs> <laughs> to prep two, two packages uh, oh if not um, well have to have you know guys. the first person gets uh, gets to wear things half the year and the second <laughs> person gets them the second <laughs> half that's the way that works yeah they might have to share it or split up the prize package <laughs> I, I don't i don't know they really are 
I'm just scanning through. Honestly, there really are so many bloody good pictures in this. I I cannot believe that. I can't believe that anybody got one good shot out of this, let alone an entire page full of them. There, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is pretty impressive. I am uh, I'm very happy the way it, it came out, and the little zine that kind of you know that Sean Nelson put together really kind of makes it makes it cool too. So uh, yeah, everyone yeah. should check that out. And and it's it's really made me want to give this a go as well. It's yeah, really yeah. made me want to go doing this. So well, you um, should you should do it on the Sunday sixteen and uh and and uh and just you know see what the organizational nightmare it is. <laughs> well, maybe we will, Michael, and we'll do it far more organized way. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shall see about that, Graham. We I, I'll, I'll hold you to it, but uh, but <laughs> anyway, anyway. Well, thank you, Graham, for coming on tonight and uh, being up till what is it now? Two over two uh, a.m. Yeah, it's quarter past two in the morning. Yikes. I was like, I said, my partner is going to absolutely kill me. <laughs> well, we will we will get off here and uh, so that you can uh, uh, continue to podcast in the future. So, uh, But, uh, Graham, uh, where can people check out your work? <laughs> your I mean, uh, if they I, feel know, so inclined. Everybody knows this shit, but I mean. <laughs> yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody knows. Like, um, I mean. If check out the Sunny Sixteen podcast. Um, I'm only a tiny part of that, uh, only a third at best, and usually we have more people on to reduce that number even further. Um, <laughs> but if you haven't listened, please do uh, have a listen. See if you'd like it. Um, it's generally less offensive than I've been this evening. <laughs> Marginally <laughs> less offensive. Um, I think the thing, if I have a moment, uh, I promise I will not do an M here and talk for the next half an hour. Um, we are just launching the 2018 Sunnies Awards. This is a thing that we've done for two, what's it be, our third year now, the third annual Sunnies Award, which is actually starting to make it sound like a proper thing, which is really, <laughs> I mean, it is, it's right. What this is, listeners, if you don't already know, this is the biggest event in the analog photography year. This is the Oscars of film photography. Um, it's fantastic. It's glamorous. I wear a sequin dress. It's magical. Um, what we will be doing uh, very soon, what I'll be doing as soon as I get my finger out and I'm not on the podcast till two o'clock in the morning, is putting together uh, a Google form which you will be able to go to and you'll be able to vote for uh, five different categories. And this year, oh, I hope I remember all these now, the different categories are film of the year. We do film of the year every year. Uh, the last two years on the row that has been won by Ilford HP5. But will they be unseated this year? Who knows? Um, we are doing new product of the year new released product of the year so uh, that could include something like Ectochrome or TMAX 3200 or um, anything else that's come to market this year so not something that's been I mean, it could be something that's been kickstarted and come out like the camera dactyl um, but not something that's been kickstarted and hasn't come out like say for example a pixelator you know they will have to wait so that was the second category um, we are doing the inspirational photographer of the year. Um, this is inspirational analog photographer of the year. So this is just somebody whose work is inspiring you. Uh, there are so many wonderful people out there doing wonderful work and we want to give people recognition. So if there's somebody's work who you particularly enjoy that inspires you, let us know. Uh, we are doing the best um, service of the year. Uh, so this could be um, 
your lab your local lab or it could be the shop you buy film from or it could be um, a dark room you know somebody who is providing a service to the analog community and we'll probably do that by location to a certain extent because obviously you know there's the states there's europe so and finally i think have i said four so far mike yeah uh, i've lost count <laughs> by four He's lost count by four. <laughs> Do not buy a car from his Bloomings factory. Um, the final one. Uh, we're very happy to be announcing actually this new one. Inspired by Rachel's uh, hashtag. I don't like hashtags, but I make an effort to like this one. They created this time last year the Shoot Film Be Nice um, Award. Because that's actually managed to, you know, <laughs> we forget this thing to do with us quite a lot of the time. The Shoot Film Be Nice Award. And this is to nominate somebody part of the analog photography community who is just doing a great job of kind of filling that role of being a great um, ambassador in a lovely way being nice maybe you can vote for mike you're quite nice aren't you mike oh i'm the nicest well maybe mike could get some votes i wouldn't be at all surprised if he did because everybody says you've they must think you're nice mike because they keep sending you stuff which is uh i do think you're nice or you know they think your photography is terrible and they think if they send you more better gear you'll get better at it i don't know one of those two things um but so yeah um we will have a document going up for that by the end of this week it should be up already it isn't because i haven't made it yet but it will be up by the end of this week we would love it if everyone listening to the show would just go and let's let us know what you think um there's no prizes no one gets anything um other than us taking the time to recognize the cool stuff that people are doing uh once a year and we have a special awards show um it's normally kind of the around the first show in the new year it's very glitzy and glamoury <laughs> glamoury glamorousy it's getting late guys um but yeah I would love it if you would take part. I think last year we had, oh God, I can't remember, well over 200 people. And I would love to smash that this year. It takes nothing but, you know, two minutes of your time. And um, yeah, so check out the Sunnies. We'll be making noise about it on Twitter and Instagram, or at least as much noise as I can be bothered to make, which is never very much. (laughs) Yeah, it's always an entertaining episode. I always like it. Even though it seems like everything I vote for doesn't win. So again, I think think maybe Graham might have something to do with that. I think he's... uh, It's (laughs) literally, maybe you just have terrible taste. (laughs) Maybe that's the problem. It could be, it could be. Inspirational photography, Mike Gutterman. Product or service of the year, Mike Gutterman. (laughs) Film of the year, Mike. Gutterman. <laughs> uh, uh, well, maybe that's why I'm not. Maybe that's why nothing's winning. But you might. Be <laughs> but uh, all right. So, uh, Graham, what about like where people see your photography? Do you do you, you post on Instagram occasionally? Don't you, or do you not? I, no, I do. I do. I'm not great. Uh, so. Um, if anybody wants to see, I suppose most of my work that's on there, last year I did a six-month project that lasted all year because <laughs> I'm very <laughs> slow, uh, called Myopic Me. If the idea of seeing a lot of very blurry images <laughs> appeals to you, and why wouldn't it? I mean, what a sales pitch. Um, if you go to myopic underscore me, you will find um, all of those pictures from last year. Um, then they're, they're not great. I did it because I committed to doing it, so I did it. Um, but they are there, and I'm sort of occasionally stick more bits up there now when I get a chance. Uh, that's probably the best place. There are more than nine pictures, so I'm beating Andre, <laughs> which seems like the <laughs> Actually, lowest. He's, he's, he's down to three now, so you've got him by a lot. Oh, 
just give up? Can't we right. just kick him off? Can't we just say no? You've, you've, you, you don't get to have this anymore. <laughs> We're just kicking him out of the community, locking him out. Is that is that what's happening? Well, I mean, just... he's allowed. He's allowed to stay on Facebook because you know he deserves that. Um, <laughs> but it is only a matter of time with his Instagram account before a picture of a watch goes up there. At which point we have to we have to set everything on fire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we once the watch shows up. Uh, yeah, it might be uh, might be time might be time to have a reckoning. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Graham, again, thanks for coming on, man. It's uh, it's been a lot of fun, and I'm glad we're finally getting this thing over with and getting it behind us. But uh, yeah, cool times, man. It's been an absolute pleasure, Mike. I've been talking to you now since nine o'clock, which is five and a half hours ago. So. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, yeah, that's probably even more more of me than even my wife can take. So, uh, but uh, so, but uh, all right. So let's wrap it up. Uh, you can see my photography on Instagram at Gutterman Photo, on Facebook at Mike Gutterman Photography. You can join the Facebook group that is the Negative Positives Film Photography Podcast Facebook group. You can email us program at negpositives at gmail.com. And you can follow the Instagram account that is negative positives on Instagram, uh, ran by the illustrious Mr. Bryce Randall. So, okay, let's uh, wrap it up. Graham, thanks again. And uh, we shall talk to everyone very soon. Everybody stay positive. And uh, don't give a subtle. F- <laughs> Are you going to make me edit that out? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Do you want to have another go? Give me the lead in again. I got it this time. All right. Everybody stay positive. And go to sunny16podcast.com for all your analog photography podcast needs. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get Graham to, to participate, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. And shoot no, 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 no. I, I got it. I, I got it. It's like, I got it. Trust me. You can't. You, you just gotta believe that. You know, you got it. This is just like. I, this is like. This is like Charlie Brown and the football man. I know. I promise. This time, I promise. But Mike, would I lie to you three times? No, I wouldn't. Twice only. There we go. And, and everybody, stay positive. And shoot some cool film photos. There it is. All right. Thank you all very much. We'll see you soon. test a testing of the sticulars i'm gonna test your sticulars right here and there graham how about you how about you get your testes out uh i don't want to involve myself with your infantile behavior mike gobbles (laughs) i am a british citizen we are better than this you (laughs) colonials you escaped colonials need to remember that (laughs) don't this up you 
this up, I swear to God, I'm going to reach down the internet and kick you, you in your whiskey-soaked nuts. Would you quit talking so I can start this thing? <laughs> okay, I'll give you a countdown. Three, two, don't f*** this up, Mike. One. A gutter man cave production!